Hey again, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode here of the Fearless Fathers podcast. If you celebrated Easter, happy Easter to those that celebrated. Welcome back to a brand new episode today. The growing podcast for dads breaking their mental health stigmas, breaking themselves into the best versions of themselves. That's right. It is Davo here alongside me as always is my work wife, my compadre, mis amigo, me lover, like no other, Ryan McDonough. Ryan, how are you, buddy? How was your holiday? Because I have bigger tits? Yes. That's exactly the only reason why. Is that the only reason reason why? Yep. That's it. God, that's excellent motivation to be skinnier than you. (laughs) (laughs) So I can wife you up. (laughs) I I am told that I am quite the trophy trophy spouse so yeah and, and i've been told that we have a uh homosexual relationship outside of here outside of the podcast which is not untrue i, I mean tomato asparagus it's really all the same <laughs> when you look at it realistically here oh uh, i didn't have any conjecture to start hi i'm ryan <laughs> i am in superman love with my friend dave and i want him and the world to know it Superman That's, love, as in Christopher Reeve Superman love. You, you know, you know what's going to happen. It, I'll, I'll like be going for political office in fifteen, twenty years, and my opponent's going to be like, "Yes, he claims to be a good Catholic man, but what about this Ryan McDonough?" <laughs> I've realized a long time ago that my social media history will never oh, will will just crush me it, it, it would it will absolutely just, I, I will fold under the weight of my idiocy <laughs> but yet somehow i would probably still win yeah because it's, it's like, did you do care. this yes i did i'm an yeah. idiot yeah what do you want from me i'm human here you go here you said this it was awful yeah what's your yeah. point what's your, what's your... <laughs> yeah it was it was terrible yeah okay <laughs> cool i'm a moron great yeah hey remember all the good stuff i did no yeah. All no. right, cool. That cool. means you're that just means you're an asshole. <laughs> to the writing campaigns. <laughs> yeah. Hooray. And we're canceled. <laughs> Wait, can we like can we how, can we cancel ourselves? I'm sure we it, could. Does that how that works? No, well, yeah, obviously. Yes and no. Or is it just like the internet just finally gives up and like they're just like, you know what, you guys are just canceled? Like the the internet just says we're canceled. Yeah, I think it has to be like a collective thing. Is that well, I, don't hap- I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know how the interwebs work anymore. Is it's that what's going to happen when Daddy Elon buys all of Twitter? He's just going to buy all the podcasts and say you're canceled. <laughs> he devalued the. He devalued NFTs too. Apparently, I love it. <laughs> but that's for a different subject. For a different, well, and Goldman, I laughed but, so right, hard well, on that one. Goldman Sachs said no. No, you can't have our shares for however many percentage under the value. <laughs> love it. Yeah, it was wild, right? Speaking <laughs> of absolute wildness, how are you? Are I'm all wild? right. Are you I'm wild? okay. I, I'm okay. I, I, I'm happy to be uh, here. Are you sure? Yeah. You don't happy sound Easter. like it. I, uh, I ate too much candy and my tum tum hurts. And that's why you're my work wife. Yeah. My, 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 my tummy bow bummy hurts. My business bitch. Because I also like drank a bunch of beer and like ate ham on top of it and scalloped potatoes. That was my, that was my meal today. And Candy, like, beer, ham, and scalloped potatoes. That sounds like it a was hell like, of a meal. And it was like fancy scalloped potatoes. Like Al Groton? Well, yeah, it was Al Groton. You're Al Groton. Like with actual – like it wasn't out of like a tub you get from you know Walmart. <laughs> no, like my my mother sat there in like fucking with – with one of those mandolin things like 
ground up nine pounds of potatoes and ground up a bunch of cheese and went and found heavy cream. Um, that was artisanal or something. Artisanal. I, I guess they they it's put vegan. the dairy cows. It's, it's yeah, vegan vegan, vegan cows, <laughs> vegan milk cows, from made, milk from the finest almond. Yes, <laughs> right, mm. to, right to your starch. No, no, it was very good. Very, it was very good. good. But now I feel like I want like like I want to die. <laughs> good, because that's good. obviously apparently what we're going to be talking about today. We're not well, talking not, not, about not so much that. about that. No, no, we're not horrible segue. About that. Yeah, it was awful. Horrible segue. It's almost like you didn't practice. <laughs> I don't. I never practice. It's been a while since we did a brand new episode, so it's like we're starting all we over did again. One last week. <laughs> but for us in like podcast years, that's like fucking three hundred episodes gone. But prior to that. That would have been like an absolutely true statement. It had been a while. It had been like three or four weeks. Yes. I'm not counting last week. Last week, canonical timeline. Go look it up. <laughs> and this it, isn't it, just a transition to get you to listen to other episodes that are brand new. Go listen to that episode. <laughs> Indeed. But speaking Why? of brand new episodes, what is the episode that we're talking about today? So because I'm getting back into this hard, super hardcore um, I actually went and did some reading, which I haven't done in forever, like actual research episode research. And I had been coming up with some interesting trends. Um, Dave. Dave. Me. Me. How many? What, what's what's the percentage of misdiagnosis for mental health? Illnesses, illnesses, conditions. I conditions what do you what do you think the percentage is that the initial diagnosis is spot on the, all right so misdiagnosis or diagnosis is spot on sorry yeah i, I, I worded that i yes, worded that did. like i had a foot in my mouth yes you um, did like i had ham in my mouth <laughs> ham chocolate chocolate <laughs> I'm gonna, ham I'm, I'm gonna finish this whole episode i have some in the refrigerator i'm just gonna go make a sandwich once david starts his uh his usual rant and i'm gonna like uh like come back and she's gonna just me eating up all that hand. Wonderful. Um, it's like thirty three percent of misdiagnosis. It's I was pretty, gonna answer it. You were supposed pretty, to give me the clear. No, you no. were supposed to give me the fucking clarification. And you, you did just it. got ambushed. Fuck you. <laughs> Take that, dickhead. One in three. One in, One three. in three initial diagnosis for mental health are uh, are 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 not correct. I was going to say about 40%. So yeah, you would have yeah. been pretty close. Yeah. You would have been, been wrong. I'm always been wrong. Close. Um, That's why I'm so, the beauty of this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't have to be right. We don't <laughs> have to cite our sources. Do we? Only when we feel like it. Only, only when it's accurate. Sure. In our hearts. Sure. Yes. Sure. But oh, anyway, and we will be talking about citing sources um hside.org uh, impact of mental health diagnosis the name of the article uh that we have for you today definitely check it out it's a very interesting read uh go do that and it talks about how to prevent misdiagnosis if you're going in for one um why they happen the effects of them which we'll go through here briefly but um in reality what we're here to talk about is how a misdiagnosis can affect you as a father and a person and what to do if you think that you've been misdiagnosed by a healthcare professional because 
sometimes your like primary care physician will diagnose you and your primary care physician is a very smart individual and you should listen to them. Do not tell them he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> you should listen to them. But sometimes um, they just have a generalization and your mental health needs a specialist. Um, so I'm going to preface all of this with if you believe that you're suffering from anxiety, depressive disorder, um, just high stress levels, high cortisol, like any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to your doctor, tell them what's going on, and then request a referral to a mental health facility. Now, I'm not talking about like a psychiatric facility. Absolutely not. Therapist. I'm talking about your therapist, fucking therapist, 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 because that person is going to number one, assign you like a caseworker. Um, and then that caseworker will help you create a fucking plan with a professional. Now, are those people hundred percent correct? Absolutely not. Not all the time. No, but, it's but closer. they will get you a lot closer and you will have a lot more resources at your beck and call when you need them, when you figure that shit out. Cause it's not always like, Hey, boom, you're depressed. Yeah. Done, got it. No. Yeah. Done. No, no. It's a lot more digging you got to do. Um, yeah, it's like slam. Well, here's your well butrid. There you go. Have a good time. Bam, Xanax. Get the fuck out of my face. It does not work like that. It absolutely does not work like that. <laughs> and before we even get into the meat of this episode, I want to share a story on that. Like when go I was ahead. first referred to therapy, I thought like, oh, therapist, fucking crazy person. They're gonna they're gonna provide you pills. Like if you're one of those guys or those dads that hear that and you think of therapy. Like licensed clinical social workers just there to listen to you bitch vent and complain for an hour. Like that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. Like psychiatry is like where they give you the fucking Xanax and all that crazy shit. And like that blew my mind the first time you like you thought of it because you think of therapy and you think of mental health. And it's like this one combined bubble of just congealed madness. And you think that they're all one and the same. And really, it's like a secondary. It's like a specialty with a primary care and extra specialists on top of that, if that makes right. sense. Right. And it's done that way on purpose mm-hmm. to do two things. Uh, number one, to get you to the correct answer. Number two, to uh, weed out um, chemical misdiagnosis. So like, mm-hmm. so like, hey, your, your primary care can uh, can write you a prescription for Xanax. They absolutely can. But it's a stopgap measure. It is not a thing that you're supposed to be on long term until you see a psychiatrist mm-hmm. who is supposed to then you know, medicate you correctly for your mental health condition. Um, your therapist cannot do it. Um, what is it? Psychologist and psychiatrist. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Psychiatrist psych, psych is more med based. Yeah. From and my understanding. Psychologist is, is just, a, is the next, the next level above your, above your therapy, above the licensed therapist, I believe. Yeah. It's like therapy, psychiatry or psychology and psych psychiatric. I, I think that don't quote me. I might be yeah. wrong. It's been a bit, but I we think are not that's the way it goes. We I think thought, that's the way it goes. We thought we looked that up before we started talking. About no, why would we ever do a crazy thing wrong. like that? Go find out for yourself. Do and, your own research. No, wait. <laughs> do your own research carefully under the guise of a medical professional. <laughs> so as we were talking about this episode too, and we, I brought this up to you when we started this episode, like, with all my medical issues and everything that I had going on, I was surprised I was not mis- misdiagnosed with just like anxiety or like a depressive disorder. 
And for those people that might have like chronic fatigue syndrome or fibromyalgia, that's a very common misdiagnosis if you've ever yeah. gone through it because oh, so, so many of the symptoms mirror anxiety and depression. Like I remember, I remember my, it was my primary at first. She looks at me and she goes, well, do you have any anxiety and depression? I'm like, who fucking wouldn't? Like I said it just like that. I'm like, who fucking would not have any anxiety or depression going through what you're go- what I'm going through on a daily basis? She goes, it's a fair point. And then I had every other specialist ask me the same question. I answered it the same way. I'm like, tell me logically who would not have some kind of anxiety or depression going through an undiagnosed illness that's causing sleep disturbances, pain in my whole body, confusion, and all those other messes, me- like messes. Yeah, well, how was it beforehand? Perfect. I was fine. No, no problems. Okay, I guess that makes sense. The point I'm trying to make is you have to be your own advocate. And to bring up something like you brought up in the beginning, I like talking about your primary care physician. They are great resources to have. They are not the end all be all of your body. I look at physicians as I like to think of them as like consultants for yourself. Like if you have a business consultant, you have somebody come in, they give you recommendations, they give you ideas. I kind of look at doctors in the same aspect, in the same vein. Like it's my body, it's my business that I'm running, but I'm going to hear what they have to consult about and then make a decision as to what's going to be considered best for me. And that's something that you need to look at yourself is they told me I have anxiety, depressive disorders, so they're a doctor, they must be right. Like that may not be the case. If you feel in your heart that that's the case, then go with it. But if you feel there's something else wrong and you were misdiagnosed, you need to be your own best advocate and you need to restart that cycle again. You're not wrong. You're you're absolutely not wrong. And, you know, like you were saying, if you feel like you're misdiagnosed and you're not getting the answers you want, it is completely all right to back off, find a new provider and get a secondary medical opinion. Uh, And, you know, if you're not comfortable with it, tell them you're not comfortable with it if they don't have a good answer for you time to leave that fucking room it, yeah and it, it, it's happened it's happened to me um so chronic fatigue syndrome something we both suffer from it's a really common thing uh from veterans of our era uh something about something about the water the sand the atmosphere who the fuck knows who knows who, Who knows, knows what the fuck happens to happen to us? Maybe we'll grow a third testicle by the time we're 50. God, I we fucking hope God, so. I awesome. fucking hope so. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Send it. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but it was for me, it was originally diagnosed as anxiety depressive disorder. Mm. Um, and that caused some issues. Um, and you know, uh, and I, I won't go into details of this, but my wife was has was misdiagnosed with a mental condition as well. And it was incredibly severe what happened to her as a consequence of uh, the misdiagnosis. Um, and it could do all kinds of crazy stuff to you. So like, like, for instance, just what do you, how do you treat depression? Well, obviously you go to therapy, but, you know, you, you can medicate for depression as well. And those medications have side effects. So now you're not now your body is confused as to why you've made a chemical change to it and you're incurring side effects from a medication that you just never needed. Right. Um that could be weight gain, anemia, weight loss, 
Um, yeah, God, all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, a, a really misdiagnosed one. We were talking about this earlier is AD, ADD and ADHD. We, in it, we've talked about it in the past and, um, this one has a little more to do with like, you know, controlled substances because, um, ADD and ADHD, uh, patients react differently to like stimulants. Mm-hmm. Um, so Adderall, Vivance, Ritalin, they're all controlled substances that you have to get, you know, you know, prior approval to use. Um, and the diagnosis process is very long. And a lot of times what will happen is, Doc, you'll go in, be like, hey, I think I'm this way. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. You're just dealing with X, Y, and Z. Throw something at you. And that'll be that. A really famous one is uh, uh, misdiagnosing severe ADHD people as bipolar. Right. Uh, right. Because you'll have super high manic areas and then super low depressive states because your body's all fucking jet. Your mind's all jacked up. Um, and I understand that that is exactly um, describing bipolar disorder. But bipolar disorder is so much different. Bipolar disorder, you have two different basically personalities. Two different people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's like I call it like a diet schizophrenia. Not you know, not not to make light of the situation, but realistically, it's kind what, of what it is. What a fun word for an awful disease. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, obviously, I'm not making light of that situation. It's no, just, no, we would never do that. No. But then again, we joke about things. We That's what we that's do here. what we built our whole brand on. Exactly. If you're but, still here, obviously, you you know that. <laughs> 100%. If you're brand new, welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the welcome show. To the show. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> but you brought up something that made me write down notes. And I don't know if you remember this episode, but it was – his name was Nick – from the Instagram handle dadding greatly. Do you remember that yeah, one? Yeah, I remember Nick. Yeah, absolutely. He brought up a lot of great stuff in that interview and god, that was a couple months ago now and I just happen to remember when you brought that up. But you were talking about like you have depression and you you get medicated for it because of a doctor. And I remember just a snippet in that episode when we were talking about it. We brought up the fact like yeah, medication helps with a portion of it, but it's really the therapy and the talking about shit and actually like personal development side of things, like the mental yeah. aspect of things and yeah. the medication side of things. And you need to have a good balance of both in order to practically not beat the illnesses or not beat that mental illness, but more so control it. Right, right. And I, and I think that's a big thing that a lot of people forget about when we're talking about mental illness, especially as a dad, because of how stigmatized it is. It's like, you get into your head like, oh, I can't have this or, well, this dad's crushing it and, you know, or this one's a lot worse off than I am. So obviously I'm I'm not that bad and, or you don't become your own best advocate and you, you know, you listen to the doctor and they say, oh yeah, it's, it's this, here's some pills, take it a day. It's like, you, you just take what the doctor says because it's the doctor, you, you do as they're told and then you're fucking hating life because you're not doing what you need to actually do. Right. Like I kind of went off on a little tangent there, but I, no, no, I no, look no. at I look at mental illness now. It's like it's like the hot button topic, right? Everybody's saying, Oh, we need to fight so hard for mental illness. We we need to do much better. But when you go out there and you start talking about it, 
or you start fucking trying to get help for it, doctors, people, peers, colleagues, they all look at you like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. And Oh, absolutely. Or or they just kind of scratch it off and say, okay, well, there's no really deep-rooted issue here. I'm not a therapist, so I don't know. And I'm not going to write you a referral because go fuck yourself. I have more yeah. important shit. So here, here's a bunch of Valium. Call it a day. And if you have any depressive episodes, let me know. Maybe then we'll do something from there. I'm not saying that's for every doctor, but I've heard one too many stories that pisses me off. It, it, you're not wrong. That shit happens all the time, especially in areas that do not have good mental health infrastructure. The, the, our area is the perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. It, it absolutely is. Um, now, I'm lucky enough to have a great mental health support team, but I drive an hour to get there every time I got to go. So luckily, I've been doing video visits recently, which has been nice. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah, mm. but like <laughs> there just isn't. I can barely get a doctor's appointment around here. You think there's going to be a fucking psychiatrist anywhere near me? No, there isn't. I live in the middle of the woods, um, which is my choice. <laughs> <laughs> but let me let me go back to a point you made earlier about medication. Um, so think about what medication does. And I, I'm agreeing with your point, by the way, entirely. But I'm just I'm just displaying this in a different way for our, for our audience. Yeah, displaying. Presenting. presenting presenting i'm presenting i, like I can't explain yeah. anything over uh, the radio <laughs> i mean and i could but accepted. I'd be, be fucking magical he painted a picture with words man with words, with words man <laughs> so, think about this very 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 few medications actually solve your problem and this is my point this is the way you want to look at this is the way you want to look at medications for mental health so when you have a headache, you take an NSAID or you take Tylenol or like acetaminophen. Um, what does that do? Well, it's an anti-inflammatory. You're not actually solving the what caused the headache. You're 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 dealing with the symptoms of the headache. When you take cough medicine, you're dealing with the symptoms. You're not dealing with the actual problem. It's not like antibiotics where you're actually killing the bacterial infection. Right. Like when you take cancer medication. You're giving your body the ability to fight the cancer by removing an advantage the cancer has over you. Um, So when you're taking medications for mental health, it's very, very similar. You're not actually fixing the problem. That's what the that's what the therapy does. The therapy gives you those that, that tool set to do that. What you're doing is solving the chemical reaction that's making your life worse. So, hey, whatever, you know antidepressants well they they're the mood elevators well they make your mood come up so now i can start to the process of dealing with the external part of what's making me depressed and it's a combination now you're never going to be a hundred percent um but you know you're definitely going to solve your problems a lot more when you're not completely fucked up from depression and and that's the way you want to look at it. And yeah, you might be taking those for the rest of your life, but it's way better than, you know, where you were at. I would rather like I started my anti-anxiety med four months ago. Now I have a serious illness, but I also have anxiety and I went through depression mainly because of what happened to me when I was finding a diagnosis. But the anxiety has been there. And it took me a long time to actually work through that nonsense. 
and I take that anxiety meds and there are days where it helps my symptoms tremendously. Mentally speaking, there are days where I have a hard time fighting. Now, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, the medication's to blame. No, I'm, I have to say I'm having a rough day. I know there's going to be a rough day. One of my therapists actually put this the best way. They said that if I have two bad days a week, that I'm having a great week. Just two bad days. Think about that. For seven days, you get two bad days out of that. I'll take that any day of the week because I have more tools. I have more abilities. I, I went through therapy two or three times. I've gone through personal development seminars. I mean, fucking Ryan hears it all the time. You guys hear it all the time. I preach this shit constantly. But this happened because I was my own best advocate. I was the one that said, hey, something's wrong. And when you have a misdiagnosis, when you when these things happen, I didn't let anything – I didn't hide anything. I didn't mask any symptoms. I said, this is what's fucking going on with me. Here's my life as a book. If you want to judge it, judge it. But this is what I have going on. I wasn't masking anything to other doctors. I said, here's everything. Here's everything. This is what I'm going through. This is what I'm trying to work through. This is what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. And they look at me and they're like, I wish I had more, like, I actually had a doctor tell me, I wish I had more patients like you because yeah. you're giving us stuff like, yeah, everything's coming back normal. We don't know what's going on, but you're giving us all this shit. So if you're, if you're that dad or you're that guy, that father that feels like if you tell a doctor, Hey, something's not right. I was diagnosed with ADD, but I think there might be something more. I think there might be a more serious medical issue. Be your own. Nobody's going to be a better advocate for you than you be open. Don't mask anything. Fucking record everything. I have notebooks of shit recorded. So when I go to the doctors, I'm like, this is what happened. This is what happened. 2017, this happened 2018. This happened. And I, and I could read it verbatim because I've gone through it for so long and I'm not hiding anything. So don't be afraid. Yeah. And you hit all the points right there. You hit every last fucking one of them, you know, your history, your patient's history, big deal. Definitely go through it with your doctor. Don't mask your fucking symptoms. Go in there and tell somebody what the hell's going on. And then be prepared that you might have multiple diagnoses. You know, you might have more than one thing wrong. So you may you like, oh, cool, I dealt with that. Well, I still feel like shit. But no, go, go back and talk to the doctor again. Sometimes it takes more than one plan to fix this fucking problem. Mm. And, you know... There's no, there's no reason to not do that. What, what, what was it that I always used to you say? You know what? I stole it from another podcast, though. It was, your mental health is not your fault, but it is absolutely your responsibility to deal with. Fix it. Yep. Yeah. I've seen that over Instagram and other pages and stuff, and that's 100% correct. Yeah. Your tragedy is not your fault, but it's your responsibility to fix it. But you said something too that I just kind of wanted to bring up because this is kind of in my vein and a little bit of a personal personal story. I think a lot of people are afraid to be on medication the rest of their lives. Fair enough. You, yeah, absolutely. I had a family member who I, I could probably count literally had half a nightstand full of pills that they would take almost every single day. And there's somebody I grew up very close with. And you get this idea of like, I don't want to be the one to live on a fucking one pill, let alone 12 bottles of pills a day. Yeah. Let me tell you something. 
if you are genuinely listening to this today and you have those thoughts or it's similar vein, if you genuinely have a fucking problem, go and get it fixed. It took me a long time to realize that there are people out there that will just say those things because they're addicted to the medications or they're addicted to the thought of having those medical issues when in reality they're not and they're masking diagnoses they're masking symptoms they're not being open with their records those i had to learn from a long time and i'm still working through shit like this that because the amount of pills they take they're masking shit that they should have been open with years ago and they probably would have fixed a lot of the problems but they fall into that trap of i need these pills so i could be better when in reality it's their mindset or their thought process that they need these pills when in reality they probably don't or they could cut half of them. So if you fall into that vein, be open, be honest. Nobody's going to judge you. Hell, we're not even going to fucking judge you. I'm being open. I, I, we share ourselves on this podcast every week Yep. when we actually decide to record a fucking brand new episode. But Hey, hey we had stuff going on. We had, we had stuff going on. <laughs> we had stuff going on. Um. I, I want to agree with you. And, you know, wh- what is it we always preach around here? Balance. Balance. It's about balance. It's it's about balance and figuring yourself out. And there's no right answer. There's no fucking wrong answer. It's just figuring yourself out. Um, And it all starts with the basic question is, who the fuck am I? <laughs> and if we help you problem, answer that question. Oh, yeah. Great. Write us an email. By all means. Write us an email. Seriously, seriously. Yeah. I don't have anything else, ma'am. No, I'm good. I'm good. good. I got yeah. Let's let's close her up. Let's 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 close this today. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. Feels great to be back doing these things. I know we've gone through these ruts quite a bit. So hopefully now with the <laughs> I think we've said this probably more times than not, we should be more on a consistent schedule. So thank you for always being with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in week in, week out, downloading the episodes, sharing it with other people. I mean, the, the responses we get, I, I say it all the time and grateful from the bottom of our hearts. We truly, truly appreciate it every single week. So thank you for that. Continue to go out, like, share, review the podcast, wherever you're listening to. If you're on Apple, if you're on Apple podcast, give us five stars, give us a review. Let us know what you really like about the show, what you don't like. Send us an email, fearlessfatherspodcast at gmail.com, just to say hi, just to share your story. If you want to remain anonymous and we read it over the air, we love to share these success stories. We love to share other battles. We'll keep you anonymous. We don't give a shit. Everybody battles their own stuff at their own time. We're there for you. Be sure that you sign up for our newsletter as well. Link for that's in the description. You're going to get updates on new episodes as well as some other stuff here and there, some motivational to keep you going throughout the week. Just to remember that you're the best damn dad out there and you're building it one day at a time, one step at a time. But by the way, by the way, by, by the way, last week you said uh, that was going to be in the description and I completely forgot to put it in the description. <laughs> so we're going to rework that description. We're going to put that back in the description last week's episode. No, no, Thank just you put, put it in this episode. <laughs> just put it in this. It'll be fine. Everything will be fine. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Until next time, we'll see you and let's rethink fatherhood.